the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Uh, my two co-hosts, Mark Honf and Nam Fon, are off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Check them out. Uh, today's trivia theme is Mythical. So we'll see if we know know about uh, uh, mythical uh, themes, creatures, stuff like that. Now, today we have a special guest, Venkat Avasarala, uh, who is a seasoned real estate professional whose main focus is ground up development of market rate family um, multifamily properties. He's managing 150 million of investor equity and has over 900 million in assets under management. Uh, Venkat, welcome to The Best of Investing. Hey, thanks for having me, Ed. Edward, yes. <laughs> and I do go by Edward. Okay. Um, so when I hear that you have $150 million in investor equity and $900 million in assets, uh, th- does that mean that you have $750 million in debt? <laughs> yeah, and the equity, okay. right? And the built-up equity. Um, okay. So what this is, is like, you know, I started back in 2016 uh, buying existing BNC class apartments uh-huh. Uh, because th- there is a lot there, at least at that time, there was a lot of margin, right? Where you can yeah. buy something and then you do the value add and you get out at a decent multiple. Uh, okay. But since last three years, I'm mainly focused on ground up construction. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what the... Oh. Uh, the where's, your, where's your territory? Where, where do you like to invest? I live in Dallas and Dallas being uh, one of the hottest markets out there. I mostly yeah. operate in Dallas and Austin. Yeah, okay. um, but I have some interest in uh, Denver and Phoenix as well. Gotcha. Okay, so so major major areas. Major um, majors. Yeah, you try you try to stay out of the small markets. Sounds like okay. And how um how how big are each one of your developments? They're about seventy to hundred million dollars each. Uh, Three hundred to four hundred unit apartment complexes. Gotcha. Okay, and. Um, how do you, okay, so where do you see the opportunities in, in real estate right now? So again, value add is put on a hold for now, right? Because right. Uh, nobody can buy, nobody can sell. There is this huge spread between bid and ask, uh, thanks to these, uh, basically sellers don't want to accept the new reality, the five caps, uh, five and a half caps and six yeah. caps in, in the case of BNC class properties. Uh, but the interest rates are well above 6%, the short-term loans anyway, right? So that's why the bid and ask spread is too much. So, 
Um, there will be opportunities in the value-add space, but I think there will be at least we are 12 to 18 months away from it. These interest rates have to still take a toll on all these uh, operations. We started to see some foreclosures happen, some distress set in in select markets like Houston, uh, but it's not happening um, widely. So, But I am a big believer in ground-up construction. Um, okay. Make no mistake, there is a housing scarcity uh, in this country. Yeah. And People are still thinking that we'll be able to build all the homes. Yes, we may physically be able to build them, but people cannot afford them, right? Especially after COVID, everything costs expensive, labor availability issues and all that. So renting is going to be becoming the mainstream, I would say, in the next 10, 20, 30 years in in this country, just from the sheer standpoint of affordability. And that's, that's where the BTR, the built to rental homes, uh, where somebody just need to have their own patch of land, they'll go for that and the rest of the people go with apartments. So this is, where we, this is how we're going to bridge the housing gap. Interesting. Yeah, we, where I live in California uh, is very restrictive as to what you can do, uh, whereas in Texas, it, it's definitely a little easier. Uh, that's for sure. Um, when you're, I'm just thinking about, you know, the, the ground up construction I mean, there's a lot to go, you know, with the permits, uh, figuring out how big each unit is going to be, what you're allowed to do, what your rents are. Um, walk, uh, walk us through uh, that kind of uh, – actually, you know, we're going to – it'll you might, we're going to come to back to that because that's going to take a while for you to answer. Yes. Um, let's see here. So you're, you're focusing in on uh, – because you live in, in Texas, so you're – you're doing mostly Texas and interesting. Yeah. We, uh, we have a certain, we have a special fund that buys discounted notes and we were exclusively in Texas uh, for a couple of years and we had like, you know, a hundred notes. And uh, now we're, we're starting to spread out a little bit more because they're a little bit harder to find uh, the ones, you know, to kind of fit our, our, uh, our bailiwick as they say. Okay. So I'll tell you what, we're going to go to our first commercial break here. The uh, theme is mythical. And uh, before we do, we do want to make a mention here for the Mount View Hotel and Spa, which is uh, having 25% off this season. A beautiful hotel in Calistoga. Check them out. And this is the last shot for the petty theft at the Mystical, or excuse me, Mystic Theater in Petaluma on April 8th. We'll probably be doing some more advertising for them for their other shows around the Bay Area. But uh, that's the Mystic Theater April 8th, um, which is tonight. Okay. Uh, the first uh, trivia question is, what mythical creature has the head of a man with the body of a horse? All right. The first, call, the first caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate, which is worth over $100. Call 888-912-1190. Again, here's the uh, question. What mythical creature has the head of a man with a body of a horse? All right. Stay with us. The Best of Investing. I'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Ben Cat. 
our first trivia question was, what mythical creature has the head of a man with a body of a horse? Ben Cat, now you can answer if you know the, do you know the answer to that question? Okay. Uh, a centaur. There you go. There's that dude. There you go. Okay. So uh, before we kept the break, we uh, teased the audience with uh, talking about uh, doing some ground up construction. So walk us through what you do when, you know, you drive around, look for a piece of land. Uh, do you have a bunch of brokers working for you? Kind of walk us through how that works. Look, first, it's all about the metro selection, right? I mean, you want to obviously build. It's not cheap, right? I mean, building is a lot more expensive than yeah. it was just two, three years back, right? A huge inflation in that space, right? But yes. yes, I mean, even the rents have inflated that much, so it still makes sense. Again, my desire to build stemmed from a simple fact that I, w- I completely refocused my attention from serving the bottom 80% of the country to the top 20% of the country. So what what I was talking about is the bottom 80% of the country, you probably heard, right? Seven out of the 10 Americans live paycheck to paycheck, right? I mean, that that is your B and C cluster net. And serving them was fine all these days because we were able to get these product, this BNC product at a very low cost, and we are making improvements to them, getting rent and all that, right? But now everything is trading at four, five, five, I mean, very compressed cap rates. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Or in other words, that became a very thin margin business. Well, let me ask you, are, are, they, are they still trading at that low a cap rate with interest rates rising the way they are? Yes, they are. Really? Yes, they I mean, are. because who, who, how, it doesn't make any sense for any buyer. So that's what they call, they call it negative leverage. So where your cap yeah. rate is lower than uh, your uh, interest rate. Yes, yeah. I know. Logically, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, the only way to explain that is maybe there is just so much value add in it or people are upbeat about future where the interest rates go down and that kind of thing. Or, 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 uh, or the rents are really low and they think they can raise them up quite really, a bit. I can see really, that. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to play that game no more. I want to rather focus on the 20% of the uh, society who has um, college degrees or marketable okay. skills and they're making more money every passing year. Um and inflation is mere annoyance to them. It's not like whether they're going to eat or not kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So basically the, the premise here is use your clients. <laughs> if your clients thrive in life, you will thrive as well. And my investors will thrive along with me. Right. That's the, sure. that's the okay. um, whole idea about it. Now okay. that we have established that philosophy, right. Then we try to be uh, in the major metros. Why? Because if you see that we are draining all these rural metros and people are just moving into, I mean, it's happening worldwide, not just US, right? Yeah, yeah, where sure. people are just moving from everywhere into the metros looking for life. So this is where we got to be because we need population, growing population, right? Yeah. Uh, domestic migration and all that. And then politics play an aspect of it. I mean, earlier we were talking about, I mean, I like to build where it is a little harder to build. Like, for example, I don't want to build in Houston. It's just way too easy. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry would build one, right? I don't want to be with them. But I don't want to build in California, too, because life is short. I mean, how many years are we going to live, right? I mean, I want to build projects before I leave. That's okay. A permit will only take you 50 years, but eventually you'll get there, right? There you go. So that's, you know, Dallas and Austin is, especially Austin is your happy medium. It's not easy at all to build in Austin, but it's not impossible either, right? So if it's easy, there won't be any margin. That's true everywhere in life. If anybody can do something, then everybody will do it and there won't be margin, right? So that's why I wanted to build and I want to build in a communities where it is hard to find land and hard to deal with city, not impossible, but just hard, yeah. right? So that's why I 
picked North Dallas area. Austin, both North and South is fair. It's not like South Dallas. And then there are some pockets in Phoenix and Denver that I want to build as well. So these are the areas. Now that I have selected metros, obviously, yes, um, I don't want to buy anything which is listed. Again, the problem is, even if it's a deal on the day where they're listed, everybody will just get on it and the bit of the price and it's no longer a deal, right? So I try to work with uh, very veteran brokers who has all these contacts and everything and they award the deals on phone calls, right? I mean, they won't market and all that. They want everything to be like happening discreetly. So basically, they'll call you and say that, look, I know that you're looking for land. We have 16 acres here. You can build 300 units there. The seller wants about $15,000 a unit. That's what he wants. And now you underwrite it. And if you can pay for it, you can pay it or offer somewhere around that. Don't but insult what about, all the, what about all the infrastructure? If it's just raw land, you got all the infrastructure with utilities and water and, and all that. Right. I've been mainly focusing on shovel-ready land. What that means okay. is um, either the utilities are stubbed out in my yeah. site or just across the road where I can just bring it to my site, right? With with, with many minimal effort. What I'm not getting into is like sites out there where we don't know when the utilities are going to come or not. Again, it just takes a while. Uh, So that's why I'm I'm just trying to work with already projects here where I can just design it. I'll take it to city, design it. Uh, drop the plat on it, so the site map, get it approved, design it, get the CDs approved, and pull the permit. That's how, pretty. How good. how much push, pushback have you gotten from cities with your? Um, so as long as it's zoned, at least in Texas, right? Once it yeah. is zoned, there's nothing anybody can do about it. I mean, we are we are entitled to build there, right? Well, I wish California was that way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's great. I mean, that's one of the reasons why our prices are so high is because. You just can't, you can hardly do anything anymore. If you want to rezoning a lot of, um, again, not to be political, but I think people from every other state is pouring into Texas and we're getting a flavor of what you see outside. So yeah, uh, it's not very hard, but it is not that easy either to get something rezoned here, but it's still being done out there. Gotcha. Okay. Tell you what, we're going to go to our second commercial break. I want to make a mention here also for the, Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge, all lakefront hotel. Every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake. Check them out at the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge. All right, our second trivia question on mystical theater, or mystical theater, mystical uh, animals, I guess is a better way to do mythical creatures. There we go. What mythical creature has the head of a bull and the body of a man? All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with my special guest, Vincat. And I'm going to pronounce this correctly here. Um, Avasarala. That's it. Okay, very good. All right, here we go. Second trivia question was, what mythical creature has the head of a bull with the body of a man? Any idea what that one is? That's that was called a, a minotaur. 
Minotaur. Minotaur. Okay. All right. Last one, not that easy either, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Vincat is a, uh, a specialist um, with uh, mostly ground up development uh, for multifamily uh, properties. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I, I keep saying this time and time again, everybody needs a place to live. Absolutely. You know? And, and uh, as long as the population in general doesn't plummet, then you're going to have, you know, more, more demand than less supply and that's going to drive up prices. And, you know, and we've talked about this before on the show that, you know, whether you're a fan or not a fan of the uh, immigration that's been going on at the border. um, And again, you're in Texas, uh, you know, you're not, you're not right on the border, you know, Dallas is more in the middle of the state, but um, the thing is just in general, you know, when you have millions of people entering they have to they have to live somewhere absolutely and that's you know and some of them probably get together and and they'll rent it up you know they, they not all of them are drug dealers right i mean some of them are going to work they're laborers you know and then they'll they'll probably get together and two or three of them will share an apartment because they, and yeah. they won't be able to buy right off the bat yeah. so uh yeah I, I could see the demand for your product going up and and it's not just um my clientele the way i look at it is you have to pay attention to the changing demographics of this country also mm-hmm. right so the young people the folks who are born in 90s 2000s right i mean they're coming online right now right they're coming yeah. out of uh, they're graduating taking up jobs moving out of parents homes and all that these folks they saw what happened in 2008 how yeah. traumatic the experience was and all that. Yeah. Also, that's one thing. So they're not like eager to get into a house and just lock them down with 30, 30 year mortgage. The other thing is more social, right? I mean, these, these folks are getting married later. And even yeah. when they get married, they're, they're having kids much later in life. Some not even having any kids in life. Right. Sure. And the divorce rate, I mean, which is crazy in our country, right? So all these things, what's happening is gone are the days where somebody just buys a home and just lives there for next 30 years until the mortgage yeah. is paid off. That ain't yeah, happening. People are still, especially the younger generation, they move around yeah. a fair amount. And also a lot of these people don't want to work nine to five. It's all gig economy, right? The Ubers and then the work yeah. on YouTube and marketing that this highly marketable skills. They make six figures, a lot of these people. But what they want is like a YOLO culture, right? You only live once kind of culture, right? Where they want to live here, enjoy what this town has to offer, then move somewhere else, that kind of thing, right? Uh, Where they have the mobility to take any gig what they want in life. So these are the folks who are driving up the demand for class A properties. Gotcha. That makes sense. And when things get tough, like right now, Federal Reserve is screaming throughout all their lungs that, you know, I'm going to just shut you down. I'll cause a recession and all that. So that's why the demand is subdued. The two young professionals who much rather would prefer their own separate apartments are just bunking up and taking a two bedroom instead of two one bedrooms, right? Killing the demand for now. But once we are through this, whatever phase we are in right now, the demand will come screaming back and then suddenly, where will we have, like, if everybody comes out just like they did in 2021 and demand an apartment, where can we generate them out of the out of the thin air, right? It's not going to be possible. Yeah. So the demand is going to come as soon as the uh, economy gets on a much firmer ground here. So, so let me ask, what, what, uh, what's your, your, your focus? Is it like the two-bedroom, one-bath, three-bedroom, two-bath? So One-bedroom and two-bedrooms. Bedroom. Usually what we do, we don't go into the three-bedrooms, maybe okay. if it, 
few, a handful, if at all, but 60 bed, 60% one bedrooms and 40% two bedrooms. And that reflects the reality of our demographics here, right? A lot of single mothers, that is the fastest growing demographic in this country for whatsoever reason, right? Um, And a single dad with a kid, I mean, yeah has a bedroom and if the kid comes over then there's another bedroom that kind of thing that's the part and and are they uh for the two bedroom are they one bath or two bath uh two bath we go for two yeah that that to me makes a difference it's funny because like when when, i've been looking at uh buying notes for on houses the thing that just kind of turns me off is when i see like a three bedroom one bath house you know i say gosh you know not aren't that many people who really you know, and I don't know how expensive it'll be in, in whatever area to, to build another bathroom, but, you know, it may, it may not be worth it because then, then you're stuck with that property and you yeah. have one buyer. And, and the hard to plumb. Is- Once it's built, it's very hard to plumb for the second bank. It, yeah. It's not impossible, yeah. but it's well, impossible. Exactly. Um, so the multifamily market selection challenges, what challenges are you seeing? So I, what I see is like, you know, uh, especially oh, oh, you know in the what? I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> we got to cut to a break. When we come back, we're going to answer that question. I looked, just looked at the clock and I said, holy smokes, I got to get one more of these breaks here. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. Third trivia question is what mythical creature has the head and wings of an eagle with the body of a lion? All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins the tanning certificate. Uh, also want to make a mention this last time for today, the New Living Expo is at the Marin Civic Center. Check them out. New Living Expo. All right. Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to the Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Vincat Avasarala. Excuse me. Um, all right, third trivia question. What mythical creature has the head and wings of an eagle with the body of a lion? Do you know this one? <laughs> no, don't know this one. That's okay. Uh, a griffin is what they call this one. Okay. All right, so uh, before we get to break, I was asking uh, Vincat uh, the question of multifamily uh, market uh, selection challenges. What kind of challenges? So it's, it's everything to do with the market, right? Of course, yeah, we want to build in a place where we can just lease it up and, and you know, and yep. sell it or operate it for cash flow either way. Um, that's important. But no, you will not your returns, right? As an investor, right? Um, your first thing should be like, I mean, is it safe, right? I mean, is it risk adjusted returns? And also the returns, how high they are. And not every market will perform the same way. And here are the nuances, right? Uh, in Texas market, our property taxes and insurance are very high. 
Yeah. Very high because we don't have state income tax. That's exactly. great. A lot of people comes in for that. We can easily fill up our apartment complex, right? Uh, but our property taxes are very high, like two and a half percent on the SS, and the SS every freaking year. Right? That's a lot. So it's 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 a problem, and um, and especially with the B and C class apartments. Now they are saying that their uh, insurance rates are tripling like from 800 to 2200 a month which is just crazy. Uh it's not that bad for class A apartments but so that's another thing that will eat into your profits, right? Because it, day, I was trying to think of I mean it because you well Houston you'd get uh, some some uh, hurricane type flooding type even in thing. Dallas, right? Dallas Austin we get hail. Hail is the hail, biggest yeah, problem oh, the, yeah. rain, the, the tornadoes. Flooding is more Houston, right? Yeah. Uh, everywhere else it doesn't flood much. Yeah. Um but our weather and and more so like every passing I don't know whether it's really climate change or not. I've been living in Dallas since 2006. It wasn't like this back then. But yeah. right now, every passing year, now we are getting winter storms, which is very new for Dallas, right? I yeah. mean, we're like for a whole week or 10 days, we are getting like a sub-zero temperatures. And some of our older product is just not built for, to withstand something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Right? You know, it's funny. When, when, when people talk about climate change, I say, well, yeah, climate does change. It's for the last 10,000 years, it's changed. You know? <laughs> and it'll keep changing, right? It'll keep changing. Yeah, in fact, it's so funny because I always, the one question I've asked these scientists who are like Mr. You know, climate change type thing, I said, well, in the last 10,000 years, scientists say that we've had at least three separate ice ages. So my question is, why did the ice melt in the first two? If, if, mm-hmm. there, if man wasn't around, to, you know, I mean, man was around, but not, you know, with cars and, and pollution sure. and stuff yeah. like that. Something, I mean, th- guess what? The earth warms and it cools by itself, yeah. you know, so anyway, <laughs> that's a separate thing. And yeah, then, by the way, thing, uh, right. Uh, that is the biggest problem that we have in yeah. uh, state of Texas, right? Uh, not many people realize it and just pour into it and buy anywhere, buy anything and suddenly realize that they can't even cover mortgage, right? I mean, that, that, that's yeah. the challenges. So before going into any market, you, you, you just have to be like with your eyes wide open, do the pro forma, income minus expenses. And not just today. Today, it might be still okay. But then you project it out three to five years. And that is when you, you decide if the market is good or not. Now, let's say if you go to Midwest, everything is calm over there. But then again, you don't have the in-migration. Now you go to Florida, you get a lot of in-migration, good rents and all that. But the insurance is a mess. It's hard, oh, it's yeah. hard even to get insurance there, right? Yeah. Uh, their property taxes are not that bad. But let's say if you go into the Phoenix uh, market, that's an excellent market. I really, really like Phoenix market because of its proximity to L.A., a lot of companies yeah. are leaving the C-suite people back in LA and then moving everybody else into um, into Phoenix. So they're getting a lot of jobs there. And nothing happens besides that crazy heat. I mean, there's no natural disasters that happen in Phoenix, yeah. right? So your yeah, insurance right. costs are very less and their property taxes are very less too. And yeah. so you need to understand these kind of things. Otherwise, you'll be stuck in a market where you, you did all the work, you build something, you lease it up, but still you don't are not left with enough margin at the back end. Gotcha. Now, how does your company work? Do you raise money from individual investors? Do you have a fund? What, that is uh, correct. I mean, we uh, traditionally been working with uh, our retail investors. Uh, we have about 3,000 accredited investors in database. Wow. Uh, we don't advertise. I mean, th- this is what we're doing here is the word of mouth. Yeah. This is how we get our referrals and stuff like that. And uh, what we do is every time we have an offering, we'll send them a package um, and then ask them to sign up for the webinar if yeah. they like what they see in the package. Yeah. 
so that they can hear us out and answer questions and all that. And then we'll send them subscription documents, which they will follow. Gotcha. And so you do only take accredited investors. That is, uh, well, accredited and so up to 35. So 35 unaccredited. Yeah. Wow. And, and the rules are kind of weird with reg like D. If I was six, yeah. Reg D and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, in, in the, how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been doing commercial real estate since 2016. Okay. Uh, well, that's pretty good to be raising that much money since 2016. Yes. Yeah, that's very good. What, what, uh, has anything gone full cycle? Uh, like yes. Uh, all my value adds, all my value adds, I would say about 14 of them went full cycle. Um, I would think you have done pretty well in the last 10 years or seven yeah. years. Yeah. So we didn't have any cash calls. We were, we always exited when we are supposed to. So that's okay. another important thing, right? When you ask an investor, you know what, let's do this deal together and we need money for four years you really need to get out in four years because people would want that money back, right? Yeah. I mean, they have their financial planning. Maybe they have to send their kid to the school and they want to put down some money or whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's another important thing. What, what the, uh, and generally, are you putting down like 30% and borrowing 70 from the bank? So um, we have, uh, if you're buying something existing, we used to get up to 80% loans. Not anymore. Oh, yeah. in the yeah. rates. But so, yeah, on the yeah, construction yeah. side, what we do is we put something like 60 to 70% senior loan. And then we bring a pref loan yeah. um, and stack it up to 80%, right? And the oh. remaining 20% will be the investor equity. This way, the pref company, they'll bring with, come with one check, but they are at a much lower return multiple. Yeah. So once we get them off and then we pay our investors. What kind of rate of return do you give the PREF? Uh, PREF used to be around 12%, uh, but now it's I see, I'm hearing as high as 15 right now. So basically sure. it's moving in the lockstep with the short-term rates. Uh, then, then the other people who are putting in money are getting a little higher return, aren't they? So what we uh, shoot for is, again, uh, that's a bar that I have set myself. I believe in quality than quantity. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do a deal unless I have a certain margin. Mm-hmm. And if that particular asset class or a particular market doesn't allow me to get that yield, I'll stop doing it and go look for something else again. Wow. Um, isn't that kind of hard to stop? And then, Oh, no, you know what? No, hey, you what? Hey, what? Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along, excuse me, with my special guest, Venkat Avasarala. Uh, so no trivia question, but uh, Venkat, I want to ask you one last question before we have you give out your information. What are the macroeconomics saying to us right now? So if you see our M2 money supply, that's the measure of all the money in the country. Uh, it used to be seven trillion before the Great Recession. So it took 250 years for this country to build up to seven trillion. Yeah. And guess what? In the next 15 years, we tripled it. Right? Uh, it's not like our population tripled. It's not like we have three times more homes or no. properties or anything. Right? Yeah. So all that money has to find its way into the existing assets and into the hands of the existing people, and that's why we have seen the inflation in the assets before 
uh, before COVID itself. Mm-hmm. And now after COVID, we are seeing inflation everywhere, right? Ah. So buy hard assets is what I would say, because the, if, and if you see the latest budget, which was introduced by the latest uh, administration, right? In the Washington DC, mm-hmm. right now, our, our debt is 33 trillion. And yeah. if their budget were to pass, our debt will go to 51 trillion in the next 10 years. That's another 18 trillion. And Japan ain't buying our debt. China ain't buying our debt. They're even selling it. And Russia won't be buying anytime anything, <laughs> anything US anytime soon. So yeah. there's a lot of de-dollarization is going on. So basically what will end up happening is the Federal Reserve will print all those dollars and to buy mop up all those treasuries, right? Yeah. So one thing's for guaranteed, right? All the hard assets are going to appreciate so much, so much, especially given that the productivity fell. Before COVID, we used to just churn out these apartment complexes every 12, 15 months, no problem. Now it's two years. So productivity fell while the money supply keeps growing up and you put two and two together and figure out what's going to happen. Hard assets, right? I mean, hang on to your assets and they are guaranteed to appreciate. And of course, what matters is where you're buying them also. You cannot buy just anywhere. Um, But yeah, that that is what macro is telling me. Well, so Vancat, uh, how do people get a hold of you if they have more questions? Well, they can uh, email me at Venkat, V-E-N-K-A-T, at Stryker, S-T-R-Y-K-E-R, prop, P-R-O-P, dot com. Or they can visit our website at uh, strikerproperties.com. Great. Thank you. And uh, now I'm going to just move on to what's going on at Pacific Private Money. Uh, we're still raising money like crazy uh, in our, mostly in our Freedom Fund and our Southwest Fund. Uh, we have a new REIT coming out here that uh, has already been launched that uh, is uh, trying to aim for about a 10% return, you know, m- mostly California stuff, but we're, we're outside of California as well. The interesting thing is with all of the Silicon Valley bank type crisis going on, I think that we're going to be even busier because you got to figure that the government is going to put more regulations on these banks and people are going to look for alternative sources. So uh, we're in the process of possibly raising our interest rate on our Southwest fund. We're at 8% now. We're going to look to potentially go up to 8.5%. We'll, we'll see if that happens. Uh, but with our, our uh, Freedom Fund, you get either 7 8 or 9%, depending upon how much money you put in. You do have to be an accredited investor, just like Ben Katz here. Um, no one's ever lost money. And uh, I thought we did close to a billion last year, but it was about 600 million. So that's pretty, that's, that's not bad. <laughs> wow. I, was off, I was off a few hundred million, but uh, I'm not sure where I got that, got the figures from, but check them out at pacificprivatemoney.com. And if you are ready, uh, Venkat, we're going to go to our thoughts for the day here. Here sure. we go. So I told my wife that she needs to embrace her mistakes. So she gave me a hug. Wow, that's bad, man. And uh, and I'm writing a book on reverse psychology. Please don't buy it. <laughs> ah, I thought you'd like that one too. All right, tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. Hey. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. 
and join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.